How can regular working people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system to redirect the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich to us regular working people without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. So how do we fix our broken financial system? Well, I came up with a three-part strategy to do just that. The first part is that we need to have a vehicle of change. So if you're trying to fix something that's broken, you're going to need a tool to fix it, right? Well, that's what a vehicle of change is. It's a tool to fix something that's broken. The second part is we need to have a framework of how to use this vehicle. So if you're using a tool to fix something that's broken, you need to know how to use the tools that are available to you. On top of that, you need to have some sort of instruction or design of where you're going to go to fix it. The third step is having a method of reaction. So if there is someone standing in our way, trying to prevent us from fixing whatever's broken, well, we need to be able to react in a way that keeps us on track. There are many things out there that are out of our control. And if we don't react in the right way, then we're going to get thrown off track. That's why it's important to have a method of being able to control our reactions. Now, I could go ahead and say what the vehicle of change, I can tell you what the framework is, and I can also tell you the method, but you're not going to believe me. Why? Well, you haven't learned or earned it. And so that's what I want to be doing here. I want to tell you my own journey, my own experiences, so that you can understand where I'm coming from. And hopefully, you too will see that, yes, this three-part strategy is how we fix our broken financial system. Or maybe you'll see a different way to fix our broken financial system because there are many different paths to get to a top of a mountain. Or the, uh, the cliche expression, there's more than one way to skin a cat, which I, I don't like that expression. I've never seen a, a cat skinned and... It just sounds uh, not like nothing I want to be a part of. Uh, anyways, so today I'm, I'm going to talk about um, how I learned and earned uh, this vehicle of change, this tool that we need to use to fix our broken financial system. So during the COVID-19 pandemic, I... Um, just recently uh, became unemployed two months prior, and I, I was looking for what my next step was. My previous employment was that I was working at a wealth strategy company, um, and it wasn't a good fit for me. I had to routinely deny people services because they didn't make enough net income. None of that set, uh, set well with me. Uh, so I, I'm, I was now at a point where I needed to look for something else to get into. 
Well, the world shut down uh, a few months later. And now I was in a position where my kids were at home. And uh, I now was able to take care of them and, and stay home with them. Now, I am a really, really lucky individual. Uh, my wife is one of three pediatric gastroenterologists in the state of Hawaii. And she was able to continue working and was able to support me and our entire family during the, the COVID-19 pandemic. And gosh, so grateful, so lucky to have a, a spouse who can do that. So while she went to work, I stayed home with the kids uh, while they were going to school remotely. And I decided to do a limited series podcast as my pandemic project. Now, in 2016, I discovered something called social enterprise, which are organizations that are designed to use business strategies to solve social problems. And I wanted to research and learn as much as possible as I could about social enterprises. Uh, because at that point, I, I didn't really know much. So that's what I did. I, I started to uh, research uh, social enterprises. And what I uncovered was that social enterprise is just one of many different market-based approaches to solving social and environmental problems. And through my research, I also uncovered something called impact investing, which is investing with the intention of uh, generating positive, measurable impact alongside a financial return. Impact investing. The other market-based approach I found was the circular economy, which is a framework that allows companies to become very profitable by being environmentally responsible. Uh, the fourth uh, market-based approach I found was something called community development financial institutions, or CDFIs for short. This uh, approach uh, came out of the war on poverty in the 1960s. When the funding dried up, um, many of these uh, financial institutions just disappeared because what was happening, the federal government was funding their operating expenses. The, they were subsidizing the operating expenses of these financial institutions. And then when the funding dried up, these financial institutions went away and the survivors of this war on poverty, the, the people, the activists who were, were really responsible for um, getting this, this funding happening in the first place, well, they learned some valuable lessons. The lesson was that uh, these financial institutions must be self-sustaining. They can't rely on, 
on charitable means or government funding. So people like Clifford Rosenthal, um, which he documented in his book, uh, Democratizing Finance, showed how him and alongside mainly faith-based inv investors um, invested in these community development financial institutions. And uh, through trial and error and, and, and staying in a, um, a, 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 making things profitable for these, uh, these uh, credit unions, uh, loan funds, uh, community banks and uh, venture capital firms, all with um, the mission of developing communities. And not just any communities, but communities that are impoverished, uh, that are disenfranchised, mainly minority communities that have been uh, have been uh, disrespected and, and ha have been, um, gosh, I'm blanking on the word here, uh, discriminated against. So, um, these financial institutions, they, uh, became self-sustaining and they were making positive change in, in communities and in the 70s and 80s, they were all on their own with faith-based investors leading the way in investing. And these faith-based investors were getting returns on their investments. Uh, in a way, it, this is exactly what impact investing is. You had these faith-based investors um, uh, making these impact investments. And in the 90s, the CDFIs got a federal designation and there was a, um, the CDFI act was passed in 1994, giving them this designation and also granting cash awards to self-sustaining institutions to give a, uh, a, a boost, you know, a, an injection to really accelerate their, their mission. And, and so this really learning about um, this movement of uh, CDFIs really took me into a, a really interesting place because you, I, I saw that, yes, it is possible to um, have uh, financial institutions uh, fix broken systems. And, and it's through a market-based approach. And it, you, you don't, they weren't relying or, or using regulations or, or politicians to, to fix this. Now, is it still a problem? Yes, it's a huge problem still. Communities haven't been developed. It, the, the discrimination has been going on for thousands of years. Uh, the rich have been keeping themselves insulated for thousands of years and not allowing um, the masses to kind of, um, get a piece of the pie. Now it's gotten better over the years. Democracy has been huge for this. Uh, uh, also with, with capitalism coming in, 
into play. That that played a major role. But uh, capitalism has some huge downsides. Now, I see capitalism as this powerful force. And there's two sides uh, of this. It's kind of like the force from Star Wars uh, with these two sides. Now, the dark side of capitalism is represented by greed, income inequality, and corporate bottom line. On the light side of capitalism, we have prosperity and livelihood, innovation, and the bottom line for all stakeholders. So uh, a stakeholder is anyone that has the uh, an interest in the success of a business. So we're talking about um, employees of the company, um, customers, vendors, suppliers, uh, the community the customer uh, the company serves, uh, the environment the company operates in, investors and shareholders are also stakeholders. So. When you have a bottom line to all stakeholders, there, there, there isn't a, a single focus on the shareholder, on this, this corporate bottom line. And uh, because of, of, of this um, force and, and this recognition that, yes, capitalism can be incredibly exploitative uh, through, through the dark side, but if we embrace the light side, well, then we could be a force for good. And this is the this is the uh, the fifth market based approach that I uncovered, which were certified B Corps uh, and the nonprofit B Lab, which came up with a a brand new corporate structure called benefit corporations, which um, legally allowed uh, companies who are benefit corporations the ability to not just the legal ability to not just look out for shareholders, but for all stakeholders. So, so the, the certified B Corp movement and the, the benefit corporation, uh, that was the, the, the fifth market-based approach. Now, when I was learning about impact investing, I, so wanted to become an impact investor and saw that there was very few opportunities for regular working people to uh, engage in this type of activity and to become an impact investor. Really, only philanthropists uh, were able to become impact investors. The one place that regular people could invest in were in CDFIs, which are great, but there are so many more impact investments going on um, that that regular people just don't have access to. And the reason, because these investments are in something called the private market of investments. Okay, I know I'm getting in the weeds here and I'm explaining a lot, uh, but the private market, it's not just where impact investments happen, it's where it's where only the top 2% of US income earners are allowed to participate in the, the private market of investments. It's where the rich and institutions, the big banks, the powerful corporations go to get foundational wealth. This is where you can 
uh, invest in the ground floor of companies. This is where you can uh, engage in private commercial lending. All of this is excluded for regular working people. And that's what really troubled me when I learned about impact investing. It was in this, this private market. The re regular people, you know, regular working people, 98% of U.S. In income earners can only participate in the public market. Well, the public market is the stock market, really. You know, you can buy stocks and bonds from publicly traded uh, companies. So essentially, 98% of, uh, of the uh, U.S. income earners are investing in corporate bottom line which is is perpetuating this income inequality uh you're investing in uh, companies that are uh, outsourcing that operate in uh, authoritarian controlled countries you know all of which is just this perpetuation of of income inequality and that's all we were allowed to do however i discovered a back door to the private market when I was working for this wealth strategy corporate uh, company. And this back door was crowdfunding. In 2015, the private market was deregulated, allowing crowdfunding, uh, allowing the general public to, to crowdfund into the, the private market. So that was 2015. It's 2023. It's been eight years. And now we have crowdfunding, uh, crowd investing platforms that have become well-established and they operate in a way that uh, allows regular uh, working people the opportunity to uh, engage in this foundational wealth, an opportunity to um, invest in startup companies that now look out for all stakeholders that don't just have this, the shareholder um, bottom line, uh, allows regular people to invest in small businesses, uh, allows regular people to engage in commercial lending to other regular people to prevent predatory lending from, from happening. So that's when I kind of, discovered this uh, sixth market-based approach of, of crowd investing. And the crowd investing is this democratic vehicle of change. And, and that is the, the first part of, of, of the strategy of using crowd investing to, to uh, erode the wealth and power of the big banks, the traditional corporations, and the super rich. Because when, uh, when we become crowd investors, now we're competing with these, these institutions. And we are now, instead of the money going to these institutions, they're going to 98% of U.S. income earners, the, the just regular working people. Um, now, uh, in, in, instead of um uh, just the the select few dictating which projects get funded which startup companies receive uh funding now that it's not just dictated by this this wealthy 
class. Now we could choose to fund, um, uh, you know, minority communities, women who are historically have been shut out of, uh, of, of funding from, for starting these businesses up. And, uh, it's, it's, it's provided this, this democratic way of doing things. And it's the, the startup cost is now $1. Anybody with a dollar can be a, a crowd investor. It has completely opened up and made itself so inclusive to, to, um, to become the change. And that's what crowd investing is. We're not forcing anything to happen. Instead, we're, we're becoming the change. We are becoming the financial system. It's not just uh, the 2% of, of uh, U.S. income earners. It's not just these, these uh, big banks that are exploitative and that um, take uh, abuse their, their customers. It's not these uh, powerful corporations that are just focusing on getting as much profit as possible to, to have uh, you know, more profit this quarter than the last. It, it, that's not the case anymore. We now all have an opportunity to be the change. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too. If you want to know how to democratically fix our broken financial system without protesting or through divisive political action, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.